What is up, guys? Today, I have uh, Josh Ruper on the show. Hey, guys. What's going on? What is up? Uh, the No Formula Needed Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Dean Bothman. And uh, it's awesome to have Josh on the show. Yeah. So, uh, Josh and I were talking. Okay. Seltzer's, like, it's got, it's like in... I, don't know, I think I have an addiction. Something's I'm, going on. I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm, we, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that I am addicted to seltzer. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. It doesn't have, to my knowledge, I feel like some health guru will, might destroy me on this, but it doesn't. It's zero in all the nutrition facts. That's all. <laughs> yeah, take, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just water, right? I mean, exactly. It's just I guess, water. And I, I, guess just we'll, I guess we'll find out in 10 years how bad it is to us. But uh, yeah. We'll see. Yeah. So, Seltzer, it's been blowing up. Uh, you guys heard, uh, for those of you who have heard of uh, Shmangi as I, uh, we talked about Seltzer then, and we're talking about it now. Josh. One of the greatest things in Seltzer that I've realized recently. So kind of get to know me a little bit. I, my favorite dessert is key lime pie. People who love me well make me key lime pies. <laughs> and so I just found out that there is a key lime pie seltzer. Yeah. LaCroix, right? Key lime pie. Am I right on that? Key lime pie LaCroix. <laughs> it's like, oh, Dean's whipping out a can right now. This isn't a video, but I wish it was. Here you go. This is, for those of you who can't see, I'm holding up a key lime seltzer Dean, we right now. <laughs> but, Dean and I are looking at each other. You guys won't be. <laughs> we are on Zoom. But and, I uh, testify that Dean held up a key lime seltzer. <laughs> real. Yeah. And not Actually, only is it real in existence, but it's real good. It is so good. And uh, everyone has to try it. But yeah, Josh, you had like giant seltzer last couple yeah, of weeks. Yeah, right? like giant, giant grocery store brand seltzer. Yeah. It was it was it was three twelve pack boxes? I mean, three twelve pack cans um, for nine dollars. It was a great deal, in my opinion. That's thirty six <laughs> cans of seltzer for nine bucks, and so. I had blueberry, which was a hit. It was kind of out in like a night. Yeah. I had watermelon and I had raspberry lime. Um, and they were good. I mean, there's definitely value in like some LaCroix or like some polar seltzer. I think it's a little yeah. finish, right? But mm -hmm. for the cheap seltzer giant, it was flavorful and it was good. I'd give it like a, like a six or a seven out of 10. Definitely worth my, uh, worth my purchase. Yeah, yeah. Worth your price. Uh, well, yeah, I have Josh here. Josh, why don't you uh, introduce yourself a little bit to the listeners? I am Josh Rupert. I grew up in Pittsburgh, um, Pennsylvania, about 20 minutes north in a town called Cranberry Township. Um, seven Fields, if you want to get specific. Went to Seneca Valley High School, and now I'm going to be a junior at Penn State studying cybersecurity. This summer, the summer of 2020, I'm living in State College 
I am leading Young Life at State College High School, which is where Dean went to high school, which is kind of whack. Yeah. <laughs> and I am working for a company called Soccer Shots, giving soccer lessons to kids that are like three, four, five, six years old. So that's what's going on with me. I got to know Dean. We just have a ton of mutual friends. And yes. <laughs> I, I remember after my first club at Young Life Club at State High, um, Dean was just placed as Young Life leader at Altoona. And my whole team was talking about it, right? But I have no idea who this Dean guy is. And everyone's like, oh, Dean's leading at Altoona. Like, that's so cool. And I was like, great, who's Dean? And um, just through random interactions, Dean and I have gotten a chance to hang out quite a bit. and. It's been awesome. So I'm excited. Quarantine has been a, <laughs> a big role in that. Yeah, yeah. But... State college during, during, during COVID time has played a role there. So I'm excited for him to be main campus in the fall. It'll be good. Yes. Yes, sir. All right. So I'm going to pray for us. And Josh is going to uh, tell his story. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for Josh and uh, just uh, coming on the podcast and him being uh, willing to share his story to uh, whoever uh, uh, just clicks on the podcast and whoever uh, decides to listen. I pray that they would be encouraged and that you would uh, just kind of uh, uh, move through this podcast in ways that I we can't explain. Uh, thank you for today and Josh. I pray this in your name. Amen. Amen. Awesome. All right. Um, from the jump. So where are we starting? Like for Christ, how you like kind of your like growing up and also like your perception on the church and yeah. yeah. Um, good questions. So I grew up in a Christian household. Um, both my parents love the Lord, uh, a organization in a camp that has pretty much played the biggest role in my journey with Jesus. It's been a camp called Summer's Best Two Weeks. Some of you guys listening to this podcast might have heard of it. My parents actually met there as counselors at Lake Gloria and then were on staff at the Cui, which is the two different properties they have when I was like three, four, five years old in the summers and I lived there. Um, and so my perception of Jesus and what Christianity was, was kind of completely molded and shaped by my parents. And honestly, like I grew up um, kind of being shielded from a lot of the bad in this world and pretty much picturing my parents as like, the perfect example of what it looks like to live life. We went to a non-denominational church, Sunday school. Um, I did go to a public school. And so kind of my perception of the gospel really started to take root when I went to Summer's Best as a camper. I would go every summer. I went when I was 10 all the way through 18. Um, and the gospel was presented to me. And for eight years, this is how it would go. I would hear about Jesus and how much he loves me and that he died on the cross for me. He paid the penalty for my sin. Um, and it was great for like four or five weeks. And then soccer season would start and 
I would just kind of leave my Bible sitting on the shelf collecting dust. And I did that for eight years straight. Some big moments where I first started to, to process all of that came when my foundation of what was good, my parents, kind of fell apart. Um, my parents got divorced in 2014 and it was just ugly and real. And I, I feel like it was the first time that I felt the full magnitude of sin because my parents were now vulnerable about their brokenness very clearly. And that had a huge impact on kind of my fears and some of the first ways that I started to, to trust the Lord. My, I grew up in a Christian household and in summer's best was kind of my perception of the gospel. It was presented to me a ton of times. And I honestly um, just turned to things that I thought were better and more important for a long time. Going to like me and Christ. Yeah. What led you there and who, who played a role maybe in, in just. Yeah. After my, so after my parents got divorced, um, my family was kind of where my foundation was, where my rock was, and that was broken. And so then I turned to my friends and pleasing them. And uh, by the end of junior year and senior year, pleasing my friends turned into the party scene. I would, I, I would basically living a double life. Um, if I was around people from summer's best or people from church, I was one person. And if I was around my high school friends, I was a completely other person choosing temporary enjoyment thinking that it would satisfy me in the long run and in the summer after my senior year I kind of broke down and realized how empty that was I went on a senior trip to Ocean City Maryland um, the summer after my senior year and just being raw and real with y'all it was a bunch of my friends from high school getting together to drink and go to the beach and that was about it two of my friends uh, we're going to get oddly specific here. Two of my friends from high school, Dalton Peffer and Savannah Fagan, were dating at the time. And they got into a massive fight one night. And nobody was in the right mind. And it ended kind of ugly and ruined the, I guess you could say, party mood of the night. And everyone was just kind of sitting there like, okay, well, I don't want to do any of this now. And we just kind of hung out and talked. And listen to and this is gonna sound weird we just listened to post malone his his stony album came out that night and we listened to post malone and sang post malone and um sober had probably the most fun that we had that entire week at the same time my dad had texted me to see how i was doing whether i was enjoying my time what are the parts of the trip that i like i didn't like and in that reflection in that moment, I was like, man, and this was definitely the Lord now that I look back on it, but I was like, man, the most fun that I've had this entire week was when I was sober, uh, just having genuine interaction with people and, and what I'm doing right now just isn't enough. I had missed a sermon at church and my dad had sent me it. And so the next morning I decided to get up and watch it on the beach. Do I remember what the sermon was about? Not at all. Um, the only thing I remember um, from that morning is talking to God for the first time that in a way that felt genuine and telling him literally, Hey, this isn't worth it, God. And right now it seems like you are. And so that's what I want. 
no, I think I've given my life to Christ multiple, multiple times throughout my life. Um, but tangibly this when, when I, I guess you could say I first started to turn that summer, I was already set up, um, in a great way. I was going to serve for two weeks on a kitchen crew at summer's best. And then for another two weeks as a counselor in training with other college dudes that love the Lord. Um, and so for a month I was surrounded by people that love Jesus at summer's best right before I went to Penn state. Um, and I think that that's no accident. I got to look, uh, I got to be in a Bible study with other college dudes. I got to pursue the Lord in a, in a unique way by one serving on kitchen crew, which is like doing the dishes and the trash and cleaning and kind of behind the scenes work. And also in caring for nine year old dudes, um, in a cabin at the same time, which is just insane. And honestly, like I praise the Lord for that summer so much because, um, going into my time at Penn state, I now was on fire to a point where, okay, this is what I want to do in college. I want to follow Jesus. Some other huge things in terms of me wanting to trust the Lord was my family situation. Life was just kind of rough at home in terms of the dynamic between my mom and my dad. Um, my dad actually got remarried in 2016 to a wonderful woman. Her name's Kelly. Um, and she loves the Lord too. And um, that has been such a blessing. And I got to live part-time with my mom for a while. And then um, I'm actually not living with my mom now. Mom, if you're listening to this, I, I love you to death. Um, I do. I really do. Um, right now she's struggling with just a lot of uncertainty in terms of her life's circumstance is really struggling right now. And, and that struggle kind of made its way to Luke and I, and, it was really hard. Um, and it got to a point where it wasn't really healthy for Luke and I to be living there. Luke is my brother. The enemy has, even into my relationship with the Lord, the enemy has wiped the floor with me the past like five or six years in terms of what it looks like to love and care for her well, but also trust the Lord um, in terms of her life. And so that has been a huge growing point for me in terms of my pursuit of the Lord. But yeah, praise God. He's just shown up in so many ways, whether that's um, just putting people in my life who care about me and love Jesus from my family members to um, fellow co-counselors at Summer's Best um, and staff people at Summer's Best, Eric Johnson, Doug Smether, some sub-counselors at Summer's Best who I had meaningful interactions with like John Van Kirk um, and Henry Oakley and Sam Brett. Um, People at Penn State who love Jesus with all their heart, Josh Womble and my teammates at State High and, and honestly a group of like just great guys um, and community um, at Penn State, which is so, 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 so much a gift. It's just the Lord showing up. The Lord has just shown up so many times. Uh, whether that's people in Pittsburgh who love the Lord that reach out during breaks um, and yeah, it's been, it's been a wild ride since then, kind of figuring out um, what it looks like to love the Lord in college, what it looks like to love my mom well. Um, now I'm starting to think about 
hey, Josh, what are you going to do after school? <laughs> and also leading young life at State High, what it looks like to love high school dudes well. Um, and the Lord has shown up with people in my life. The Lord has shown up with opportunities to trust him. And the Lord has shown up um, in my heart as well in terms of just giving me joy and peace about whatever my circumstance may be. And I would be nothing without Jesus. Um, yeah. It's good stuff. Uh, it's crazy just to see, uh, you know, uh, it, it's like not easy, but uh, with God, it's just like, it makes it just something something you can yeah yeah put like your faith or what kind of go into like you know jump off the cliff kind of analogy where like you know there's a lot of uncertainty but just to trust in the lord there yeah i uh i want to share a little bit of scripture um to encourage y'all um Something I've been thinking about kind of recently is how, okay, when we trust Jesus, right, we have the Holy Spirit that lives inside of us. And uh, Romans 8 kind of talks about that a little bit, um, what that means when we have the Spirit. I'm going to read verses 9 through 11. Um, you, however, are not in the realm of the flesh, but are in the realm of the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God lives in you. If anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, they do not belong to Christ. But if Christ is in you, then even though your body is subject to death because of sin, the spirit gives life because of righteousness. And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of the spirit who lives in you. And yeah, I'm, we, we, when we, trust the Lord and we have the Holy Spirit that lives inside of us. We have the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead in us. And we are able to be used by him. And for you guys listening, I just want to encourage y'all today um, with that truth because um, it's radical and it's cool and it's true. So Josh, do you want to kind of like explain like what it's like, like living like each day and what, how you see God, uh, or like, you know, like a situation where you, uh, or you would have like reacted completely different if you didn't know Christ. Yeah. Yeah. I am in kind of a wild situation. Um, in terms of family right now, I live with my dad and like my stepmom named Kelly and my mom also lives nearby and I see her frequently when I'm in town, but I don't spend the night there. Um, she's just been, been struggling a lot with some concerns and a little bit of paranoia and, and speculation and um, just on the mental side of things, isn't really doing the greatest. 
I have done, if you look at the picture of the last seven years, I've done a poor job at loving her well. Um, but recently, even after I've been pursuing the Lord for multiple years, recently, just the way in terms that I react to our conversation that maybe sometimes isn't the healthiest, um, the way that I respond to her with, with grace and patience in a way that, they, that I haven't done before, maybe this summer or this year, that's drastically different from like the disrespect and the banter and the yelling and the hard heart that I've had the past like four or five, six years um, in comparison to this last year. And the only reason that I'm able to even say that is because Jesus has worked in me. Um, and really the Lord has kind of taken over on my behalf. I can't even take credit for any of it. Um, and I love her to death and every day I'm continuing to figure out what it looks like to love her well. But as a tangible example, like God has given me grace for her. God has given me a heart for her. God has given me patience towards her and has given me peace about her circumstance and my circumstance in her life. And, um, I can tangibly feel that in my heart. Um, and what that comes down to is reminding myself of the truth of who God is and his, his perfect power and his perfect love and his perfect justice. And, and so what has been huge for me is um, reminding myself of the truth in scripture. Um, and that has, that has, I've seen that tangibly change my heart for certain situations. Yeah, that's crazy. I think, I think a big thing is like, well, in like the Lord's Prayer, He talks. Jesus talks about how, like, we we use this as our daily bread, like something that it sustains us, and we need it every day. Which I think that just shows an entirely different like, perspective of just like living in like relationship. Like, it's not just oh, I did that last month, right? It, it comes every day and. You know, he gives you, uh, you know, each morning he gives you this day. And I mean, you get to make uh, what you want out of it. And I think a lot of it is just, uh, yeah, as you said, uh, uh, with your mom, how just uh, like you got to keep going towards the Lord each, each day. Uh, I find that how evident uh, Christ is in your life from what, how I've uh, seen, seen you and know you. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Yeah. What, what would you like to leave the audience off with? Mm. Oh, Dean's giving me the mic. <laughs> the God of the universe from the jump um, is perfect in love and in power and injustice and he loves you individually even when he knows you fully so that means like that means like he knows all the crap in my life he knows all the crap in your life all the mess all the brokenness all the sin essentially he knows it all and yet still 
loves you perfectly and died for you. And not only that, not only did he die for you individually, while knowing all of your crap, the God of the universe, he then rose three days later and defeated death and is now greater than it. And we get to, we get to literally talk to that God and we get to know him by the account of Jesus in scripture and in the Bible. And it's wild. It's insane because it's not like I'm trying to earn the love of God. He's already loved me. Like I've already, I've already, no matter how I respond to him, he's already loved me perfectly. That's just fact. Um, and so, man, if whether you've been doing it for a while or um, you've never heard that before, <laughs> get to know God today um, because he is wonderful and has changed my life. It's pretty cool. It's um, awesome. Yeah, I've, uh, there's a church in Optuna. They always have like weird or cool signs, like when you, you know how they have like signs on the road when you drive by and you're like, oh, that's pretty cool. The sign said, God loves you whether, whether you like it or not. So he's already uh, paid that penalty. He already uh, sent his son to die for you. And yeah, just as Josh said, he, uh, you know, exemplified the perfect love in the invisible God. Thanks for uh, having me on, Dean. I love you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks for coming, dude. I love this podcast. Love you, man. It's been awesome uh, listening to how people's lives and what the Lord has done. It's so cool. So I'm just, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm just thankful. Yeah, thank you for coming on. Thank you for uh, putting time aside. Uh, yeah, so uh, thank you guys for listening uh to josh and just uh to hear his story uh, i just love having uh each person on on the podcast because it's there's no it's personal and like you can't make make stuff up it's all you know the mess and everything it's all uh there's nothing like it and i love just hearing stories about what God's done in your life. Cause it's much different than anyone else <laughs> and what you can imagine. Yeah. Thank you guys uh, for joining us. I'll keep you guys updated on tent and everything else going on. Uh, please don't hesitate to uh, reach out uh, questions and all else. Uh, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. And uh, I encourage you guys to, yeah, uh, just what Josh has said, I encourage you guys to, you know, just seek, seek Jesus and uh, just, you know, when you seek, seek him with all your heart, you'll, you'll find him, which is awesome. Nice. Uh, this, see is you guys. this is dope. See you guys. Thank you.